0: Did I mention I hadn't played a Metal Gear Solid game?
1: Welcome to the number one top five show on the Explosion Network. Uh, This week I want to talk about franchises. Some of them are great, some of them not so much. It's incredibly difficult to keep a high standard of quality over the length of a franchise, but the ones named here today are the ones that hold a close place in our heart. The guests with me today are Ashley Hobley. Hey, I'm here. You are. And Kieran Marchant. I'm back.
2: I'm back it's like a nice you're back th- after your one episode hiatus i, know. I have one episode hiatus i come back it's like a you know a nice warm pair of underwear just
1: you know what things. this means is <laughs> i don't have to name you in the title now god damn yep. it
2: that's why you freaking <laughs> tricked me you know what he did audience he like told me we were recording one day and i turned up he even like opened like a hangout and i turned up and nobody was here and apparently you know that was just a decoy got him <sighs> not impressed not impressed all wanted right. my name in lights you know
1: <laughs> franchises how hard was it for you to to pick your top five um
2: not as hard as i thought it was going to be when i looked at it um i think i look at franchises a little bit differently than i would say you know if somebody said oh we've already been through like, greatest story and stuff like yeah. that i think you look at franchise a bit differently and you have to look at for me, it's what the franchise means to the industry a little bit, what the franchise means to me or how I think it's affected the world or affected gaming in general. So um, I think I've I've evaluated franchises a little bit differently for me.
1: What What about you, Ash?
0: Yeah, it, it wasn't overly difficult. I mean, it was just whatever came to mind first. Obviously, yeah. stuck out. I think it was hard to get to 5 yeah. until I started really sort of broadening my line of thinking.
1: What immediately was for me was... Games that I would buy day one in a series that I would have no issue about.
2: Yeah, that you wouldn't even need to see anything. It's just like, yeah. here's my money, take it. Definitely.
1: Definitely. And there was thing the ones I thought about, but there's like games I I considered putting mass, mass Effect on there, but that Andromeda Andromeda really killed it yeah. for me. So
2: yeah, I was I was in the same boat. I looked at it and went, eh, it's an ugly duckling that it, that kind of mars it on its uh, franchise a little bit.
1: Yeah. So, drum roll, we're going to go with you, Ashley. What's your first franchise?
0: Okay, I've listened to this show well enough to know to put the most important games, the ones that I think you're going to have on your list first. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to kick it off with Ratchet and Clank. That oh, interesting. is interesting, interesting. That series, uh, it like sums up my childhood, my adolescence, uh, probably most of my 20s as well. It just seems to be always there. Uh, I remember playing the. F- I did. I- only got in on the third one. Game Up Your Arsenal, I think it was. Up Your Arsenal was the third one, because Locked and Loaded
2: was the second one. Yeah. Yeah, Locked and Loaded, Up Your Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and we would play that for... Me and my brothers would play that forever. We'd just go... And it it had that, uh, like, new game plus thing, but it was, like, continuous. Like, it never ended.
2: Yeah, no, it never ended. You always were just, like, replaying the story again with upgraded weapons and harder enemies. And for me, it was... That's interesting hearing that you came in at number three yeah. because the evolution of ratchet and clank was an interesting one from its start point and then with two and three it got more focused on the weaponry the armor it kind of changed more and more and more it was good to see you know captain quark still be included captain in like characters. what a guy a, what a hero what yeah a guy he's my hero upstanding citizen it was interesting to see the development of the story throughout the um, or the focus by Insomniac, their focus on the games and how it changed. Did
1: he did Insomniac do the whole franchise?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah. they did pretty much everything. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um I've literally never played a Ratchet and Clank game. You
2: didn't even pick up like the remaster?
1: No. That remaster
2: was like nostalgic gold for me. It felt, even though it was different, it was still enough the same that there were so many moments of, oh crap! Like I beat, I did that in one sitting. Yeah. When that came out, that remake, I did that in one sitting, all day. I think I took a day off work for it. I literally sat there morning to night and just played the crap out of it because I loved it so much.
1: Because I come, I, I come from a Nintendo sixty four, and by the time, we got a PS two. I think I was as much influence as I had over getting the games I want, like from Presence and stuff. Like I think I was over that mascot platformer type of thing, yes. and I just really was, didn't want that anymore. Did you
2: um, did you avoid like Jack and Daxter and the Jack? I did. I'd well. never
1: played a Jack and you Daxter until I got game, them on yeah. the PS Vita, and I tried to play the first one and just couldn't.
2: The first one's aged really badly, uh, yeah. in my opinion. But this, I really like Jack Two because uh, honestly, you could probably play um, Jack Two and Jack Three like. Without playing the first one because mm. they're completely different.
1: I know I did want to try Jack two or three because it was like a GTA Mad Max type of thing.
2: It's uh, both. So yeah, um, Jack three goes more Mad Max, but yeah. Jack two is more like where it started to get really GTA, and it was weird but awesome. Yeah,
1: interesting choice. All also, right. shout yeah, out
0: what's... to the uh, the future con the future games on a uh, PS3. The Tools of Destruction and Cracker Time. Those are.
1: Those
2: awesome apparently problems. are really good, and I've never gone back yeah. to play them. No. I've, I've always heard people talk about Cracker Time being amazing, and I'm like, yeah, I was not a PS3 person, so I missed it.
0: Missed it. I'll allow it.
1: Mm. All right, Kieran, what's yours?
2: Speaking of a game we just mentioned, Grand Theft Auto. Grand yeah. Theft Auto. What a giant franchise that thing is. Like. The fact that it sprawled all the way from being top-down driving games to these massive open-world sandboxes where you could... It, as like I have memories of being a kid and wasting hours of my time in that game. Not starting a mission, but just fucking around. Just yep. seeing what I could do. Get Getting a, what, you can five get stars with. and trying to Getting get away. Getting five stars. Like, you know, in... I think it was Vice City. No, it's, it was pretty much all three of them is... You'd always like have to try and you would not unlock any of the other islands and you'd instantly get stars yep. for some reason if you yep, left the first you go island, to the bridge, yeah. Which I don't know how the game explains that, but you do. Um, they so, do, they
1: explain it through in game radios with customs and terrorists and yeah. stuff like that.
2: So I'd instant so we'd play games where you like, you know, you'd get five stars and then see who could last the longest and who could live and who could put up with all the cops and And then the games themselves... You know... Playing them as a kid... Was entirely non-appropriate... And I don't think I understood... Half of the time... What I was doing... Or... What... I... Was a part of... Like you know... Vice City... I think... Was the first game... Where I started to slowly understand... The story a bit more... And then... The best thing I really love about GTA... Is... If you've played them... There's always characters... That kind of stand out for you... Like for me... GTA 3... Not so much... And Vice City is hard to remember parts of it. But, like, starting from... One of my favourite things I freaking quote all the time is is um, Roman Bellicks. It's Roman, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah no, the Niko's yeah, the character. Yeah. Roman's... Because I'm always like, Hey, cousin, come bowling! Like, just that meme of... You'd be in the middle of, like, a cop chase or a mission and he'd, like, message you. Be like, Hey, man, come bowling! Like, <laughs> come see some big American titties! Like, you know, you just gotta... It's just, um like... Such a character that you get used to and like th- that story was really in depth and I really loved how the story developed. Um and then yeah, leading into GTA five and the monster that thing's become with mm. GTA Online is just insane. So um GTA definitely deserves to be here.
1: Yep. So I'll do this one now. GTA is also on my list. Yep. It is so ingrained like I grew up with GTA and it's just so ingrained in my gaming memory and history and relationships, like The very first time I played a GTA, which was GTA 1, I remember going to a family friend's place with my mum and the girl's older brother had it on PC and just playing around and fucking around with that and then eventually convincing my mother to buy it for me. I had to have been still in primary school and just my friend from over the road coming over and just fucking around, top down, finding the tank, fucking around with that. Running over the like the guys in a row. When we're all in the orange shirts. And and then moving on, I didn't really get to play two. I played it like once or twice. And then I remember getting three for Christmas with our PS2 when we were on yep. holidays in Perth. And just, just playing around with that and just mind-blowing at the time. There's
2: nothing like... I don't think we'll ever get another experience that's truly like that unless... VR or alternate reality really gets going, but I don't think we're Even, ever gonna... even that,
1: I don't think it can just live up to the, that impact. I don't think we'll ever get that jump again.
2: No, just that first moment of being like, wait, I can drive around this entire city? Like, there's no... There's nothing stopping me from going places? This is yeah. this is insane. This yep. is ridiculous. Um, I don't think... Yeah, I, I could confidently say we're not going to get that feeling ever again.
1: Yeah. And even just... The rest of the games, getting them on launch, just being super fucking excited, playing like San Andreas and Vice City with my brother, fighting over whose turn it was, or going kill death for death, just doing random stuff. And even the stories, they're phenomenal. And I think GTA was very understated and unappreciated by, or at least not talked about by a lot of people, is the satire. Yes. The way that it's just a satire of everything American culture at the time and everything like that and it just doesn't seem to get the recognition for that either.
2: the amount of effort that's put into just the radio stations Mm. of that game is ridiculous that they put in such a wide range of radio stations that you could listen to for a a reasonable amount of time before you start hearing hearing repeated stuff. You can, you know, there's proper ads been made and proper, you know, um, hosts and people talking. Even the
1: talk radio, those stations are fucking hilarious too. Yeah.
2: And you know, it was a thing when I was a kid. Used to have, or when I was a teenager, we used to have the radio station on our iPods. Yeah, like and you just listened to it. And I had it. I played it in my car. Like, it's it's just one of those things where the game outreaches itself and and really clings on to everything in its growth. Um, yeah, for that whole system. And did you do the thing with San Andreas? Like, I remember the moment we unlocked the like the airfield in that game. It was like our playground. Like that yeah. was where we were fucking around, it was challenging each other to who can get into the army base, grab the jetpack and get out before you die. Yep. Yep. Just, there's so much in those games that you could really just break down and really fall in love with and just to get lost in.
1: Even another word on the music, like, I hear a song that is, was on a radio station in GTA and it just takes me back to a moment. Like, listening to Slow Ride by Foghat, I remember it just takes me to the place in a mission in San Andreas where you... Driving through the hills in the hippie van, high, going into San Fierro.
2: It's the same for me with um, Radio Gaga by yep. Queen in um, Vice GTA City. GTA 4. Yeah, and GTA 4. It was in Vice City. It wasn't or, in Vice City. Wasn't it? Nope. Oh, no, my memory. Oh, no. no. It's You're getting GTA old. 4, That's Early on set, Freaking. Yep. G- <laughs> GTA 4 is also connected with me for um, helping out at a game store at the time of its release. And having yep. kids that were way too young for that game coming and be like, hey, can I have GTA IV? GTA IV, please? And you're like, you are clearly not old enough for this game. If you, <laughs> you don't know Roman, numerals, you can't Roman, have Roman numerals, get
0: out. Is that is that the game based in the hospital that everybody
1: shows up?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah GTA
1: IV? IV? <laughs> and you're
2: like, oh my God, leave me alone. GTA
1: Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Even the PSP games, which are great.
2: Yeah, they were really good. Do you ever yep. play the DS one? The DS one was interesting because it's like I
1: did, but I couldn't, I couldn't grasp the driving on the DS. I just couldn't get my head around For it. For
2: me, the weirdest thing was I was you like, use
1: the D pad. Yeah, I know, but it's just <laughs> I couldn't control it properly.
2: I felt like I felt like I was doing something wrong playing that style of game on a Nintendo console. <laughs> I
1: just felt wrong. Drug Empire and everything. Yeah. yeah. That. All right. Do you have any? particular memories with gta ashley and,
0: uh obviously gta i enjoyed gta 1 and gta 2 just that top down just run around yeah was gta sort of having...
2: london gta 2 or is that a spin-off
1: gta london was an expansion for gta expansion? 1
2: okay
0: cool yeah, yeah we had a, we had it installed on the computers at school so oh, we'd really? be playing that well yeah. yeah and then when the teachers would come around you just alt tab and onto something else yeah
2: wow hooligans
0: yeah hooligans yeah God damn
2: it, Ashley. This is your this is where your corrupt ways began. We see it now.
0: Pretty much. And GTA 5 (laughs) is great. And obviously it's online is just gonna live forever. Yeah. Meaning Rockstar will never make a six.
2: Nah, they'll definitely make a six. (laughs) I really hope in six though they don't do three characters again.
1: I uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I liked the the idea or you know,
2: or maybe you pick just one of the characters to play through the game because I liked the idea. But for me, it almost felt a little OCD for me that I felt like I couldn't micromanage everything or the small things of, like, you know, I'd have my Trevor in a nice outfit and I'd switch to somebody else and then I'd come back and he's changed and he's out of underwear. that fucking outfit. <laughs> he's just like, Stay in it. You know? Cool.
1: Alright, back around you, Ashley.
0: Uh, next one, Pokemon. I think everybody's played Pokemon. Everybody loves Pokemon. Uh... Pokemon's probably one of the games that i played the most. Uh, blue, gold, diamond. Uh, I can't even remember what all the other ones are. Even even the N64 battle games. Uh, Pokemon yeah, Snap. Yeah, everything. Pokemon Stadium? Uh, yeah, Pokemon, everything. Stadium? Pokemon, Pokemon Stadium, Stadium yeah. Awesome. Even the Pokemon trading card game was alright.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think for me, Pokemon was probably like the, not for me personally, but I think Pokemon was like the best gift to parents ever because any long road trip or drives in the car, you could literally just be like, hey kid, have your Game Boy, have Pokemon, K go. You will not hear much out of that kid for like the whole drive probably, unless you've filled them with drinks and then (laughs) that's a bad idea.
1: Unless it's alcohol and then you put them to sleep.
2: Yeah. Put them to sleep. Bit of whiskey. Does not good. Um no Pokemon was I was a Pokemon I had Pokemon Blue. Yeah, I had Pokemon... no. I can't remember if I had red or blue now.
1: Oh my god, Kieran.
2: No, I had Pokemon Blue.
1: They're pretty Squirtle. This Squirtle, is the this Squirtle is a defining moment. Like it S- depends if I hate you or love you.
2: Blue. Blue. Yes, Squirtle, that's a good that's that's a good one. Squirtle Ooh. was my boy. And my thing with that game was I never let it evolve into War Turtle because War Turtle looks stupid i just be but like, nope, how, sk- how
0: You never got the Blastoise. It looks no, awesome. No, you still
2: did. Okay. You still what? did. You just-, you just skip that evolve, and then when you get to the level, like, what, I think is at 35, as soon as you get to level 35, 36, it's like, hey, do you want to let it evolve? And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> into War Turtle. Into. No, and I would have been so angry if that <laughs> <laughs> Into Blastoise, because. How did you know to do that? Um, I don't know. I just tried it one day. Because I was just like, I hate War Turtle. It looks so dumb. It looks stupid. They ruin I just wanted my Squirtle to be the Squirtle from the cartoons with like the Sunnies yeah, and like, really attitude and stuff. Yeah.
0: Also I don't understand yeah. the hate for Bulbasaur while we're talking about Pokemon.
2: Fuck Bulbasaur. What a waste of space. He's a, a dinosaur.
0: dinosaur. <laughs> it's
2: awesome. I, it's it's awesome, but like for me the worst Save thing this was,
1: for top five Pokemon.
2: If you picked if you picked Charmander or um, Charmander or Bulbasaur, it meant the first gym was the hardest piece of shit in the world. Because I'm... I Well, for me, it was just because I'm of the mentality of gotta catch one and make it really, really strong and smash everything else. <laughs> not catch them all. I just want to smash everything with my one Pokemon.
1: Yeah, Pokemon for me, like, I loved blue, I loved yellow, I loved gold, but once it got to generations past that, I just could not get into it anymore. It, whether it was the samey gameplay or just the designs of the new Pokemon were absolutely ridiculous, like trash cans and ice creams and fucking stuff like that. I just could not get into it. Like, I even tried with Ruby and then I think Black and then X or whatever. Like, I bought them and tried them. I just just wasn't for me anymore.
2: When I was a kid, and I think it's just about about the evolution of the game because you have to evolve anyway, but... (laughs) Evolve. But, um... Those games used to be primarily about I'm collecting all the badges. I want to be the best Pokemon trainer in the world. I want to beat the Elite Four. I'm going to do this. Yep. But then I also had this cool little side story about Team Rocket on the side. And I think yep. as the games have gone on and matured, the going to the gyms, becoming the best, and beating the Elite Four has kind of become the side story. And this, you know, Team Rocket, Team Aqua, Team Magma, Team Socks. Team Socks isn't real But it'll eventually be a thing
0: That'd be awesome
2: I know right Team Socks Team Hats Team Beanies Um, Suddenly that stuff became More important And that became the story And I was like Well that's not Pokemon for me I understand what you're trying to do But that's not what Pokemon's about Like when I heard that Sun and Is it Sun and Moon are the latest ones Where the the gyms aren't really gyms No They're not the same anymore I was like What? Why?
0: What are they then? Yeah, they're like. You tests. like don't have to do. They're like. Yeah, you
2: have to like, like prove yourself like or something. Yeah, puzzles yeah. or tests and stuff. You don't actually fight through the gym anymore and beat the gym. I anymore.
1: suppose credit to them for trying something different, but yeah, yeah, they're but. big enough to be able to. Yeah,
2: but also at the same time, they could just leave it and still make millions. Yeah,
0: they got Pokemon Go now. They, it's going to live forever. That was really just cool really until s- my phone d- battery
2: was like, yeah, no, nah, man. Don't
0: yeah, that, 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 it was rough. That that couple of months where everybody was playing Pokemon Go, you see people walking up and down your street for no reason. Just too uh, many people outside.
1: It's God, crazy. Too yeah. many
0: people outside, <laughs> exactly. That, <laughs> that does not make sense.
1: really something that has never really happened before and I don't think will happen again. No. It really was quite amazing. Yeah.
2: It's like if they said that Mario Run game, you actually had to run for it.
1: Yeah, I don't no, think that, would would do that. that would have flopped. That would have flopped. All right, Kieran, what's your next one?
2: Uh, my next one is from. Oh, it's just. It's gonna. It's a sore spot for most of the gaming community, but it's a fantastic franchise either way. I'm talking Half Life.
1: Overwatch isn't a franchise. Overwatch isn't a franchise. <laughs> it's
2: one <laughs> game. But no, no, I'm talking Half Life. Half Life for me as a franchise was so fantastic, and it it did so much. For the gaming world, as a as a collective, like what that game moved on with, you know, stuff like physics in games and mm. um, the way its engine ran and the the technological feat that those games were at the time they came out was amazing. Also, the fact that Half Life Three is just like the the unicorn of the gaming world. Like that thing is just even kids that probably have never played Half Life One or Half Life Two probably still talking shit about when's Half-Life 3 going to come out. Never. Probably not.
0: They're just going to skip ahead to 4. That would be dope. Or
2: X. <laughs>
1: that Was be it Half-Life 3 or was it Episode 3? Um, well ten, I thought there was meant Half to be Life... three episodes.
2: Everybody calls it Half-Life 3, but really it's Episode 3. Okay. But everybody, yeah, talks about it like it's Half-Life 3. Um, but just, you know, that skyrocketed. Because of Half-Life and Counter-Strike, that skyrocketed Valve into, you know, creating Steam. And Steam is now a phenomenon in the world by itself. Not even the consoles, I think, can replicate what Steam is doing on PC. So I think it's because of Half-Life, these moves and these bounds and these other games that we've got later on have been able to be, you know, to uh, come to fruition.
1: Hmm. Um, my like, I played through Half Lives and I enjoyed them, but the met- the mentality I have towards Half Life is similar I have towards the Beatles. Like, I can appreciate what they've done for the industry and the impact they had, but I just, I don't know. I to in my opinion, they're overrated.
2: That's understandable. Sometimes you just need a little help from your friends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you played any Half Life? No, I have not. Oh my god! <laughs> Shocking.
2: Oh. I knew it would be because it's mainly a PC thing. Like yep. the orange box came out, and
1: um... he couldn't install it over all those viruses. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, that's true. Ash, Ash is not good with computers. Everybody. Ash, yeah. just get the
1: Half Life taskbar. Yeah. If, you, into-
2: if there was a Half
0: Life taskbar, Ashley would have it. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be installed. <laughs> sure. I'll play it when Half Life Three comes out. Yeah. Right. Eh? Yeah.
1: All right. My next one, without this franchise, it would not have given me one of the greatest, one of my greatest passions of my life, and that is the Madden franchise.
2: Yeah, well, I you was know? honestly thinking about putting FIFA in my list. Spoilers, yeah. I didn't. But for probably the similar thing to you, I was thinking about putting FIFA in or a sports game like that.
1: Yeah, because my, like. My dad used to watch it when I was younger and I didn't really pay attention to it, but I first played Madden and I enjoyed the game and it really got me interested in the sport. It's how I grasped all the rules and what was going on and who the teams were. And then I evolved on to actually watching the sport and my passion just grew from there. And it's just, I'm a mad fan of the sport itself. And it's a game I'll buy every year. And I know there's there's the rose tinted glasses like, oh, they, because EA bought out the license to Madden and the exclusive license to the NFL so no one else can make games and people carry on like NFL 2K was like so much better but it was alright. I had never, I never played the 2K games so to me Madden is all there's ever been and I think they do a fantastic job really.
2: I don't think, and I also think is I also don't think that Competition is the best because you can then compare it to the FIFA and Pro Evolution Soccer kind of mm, yeah. thing. Where if you ever played Pro Evo, it kind of just felt like the the half baked, cheap version of FIFA. Oh, how FIFA had, dare you! Well, it was the truth. It was like the not half-baked. back in the day. No. These
1: days they are, but not back in the day. No.
2: Well, for 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 the period of time I played, that I played FIFA's, or I cared about FIFA's, FIFA was always better than Pro Evo, and I had. Yeah, FIFA.
1: back before you were born.
2: Probably,
1: <laughs> I am a young'un. Yeah, so Madden's just up there. Like it's a sports game. You wouldn't. Is really there like think a highlight? It.
2: You've got like what's the best man? What was the best man
1: ever? Or is to me, I always. Gonna I can't. Five? I don't remember what year it was, but it was a year because these days you can't.
0: The There's thing no that d- annoys
1: me most about Madden these days is you just can't play a season. There's all this fucking xp pseudo rpg stuff integrated with it it was back when i think it was madden 10 where you could just play a season and the thing i loved the most about it was after each game they had like an even halftime they had their own like faux halftime show telling you what was going on around the league and they were there in a the studio talking to you and all stuff like that and i just loved that so much
2: yeah. I liked it. It was like I'm a, I'm comparing on to FIFA because I can't really talk about Madden, but it was a it's interesting when I watched Ashley play FIFA like the story mode thing. No, was that FIFA? It was, or was, the, that, long no, that was the Madden, that was the long Madden. shot. Yeah. yeah, that was long shot because FIFA's doing the other one that's the journey. A story journey that's been continuing for like two games now. And I look at that and that's cra- and that's ridiculous to me because I always remember. FIFA being about just playing, like, season manager mode. Like, you pretty much yep. were just the manager of a club, whatever club you wanted to be. If you wanted to start off as a lower club and work your way up. And it was just, like, indefinitely. Like you could just play that on and on and on and on and on for as long as you wanted because it just wouldn't run out. But yep. these games are changing quite a bit now, so.
1: They are. Like, I never played that story mode. And, like, even it's moving into third... Domain of like the Madam and Ultimate team with all the card packs and doing all that kind of stuff, and it's in all the EA games. But for me, I just get the most enjoyment out of playing a game. It's yeah, yeah. that speaks to the strength of the, like the basic gameplay and at its base level to how good it is that I'll still buy it every year because of just that.
0: Okay. Oh. Well, spoiler alert. My next pick was FIFA. <laughs> okay. <for> yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ash. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Go for uh, it. <laughs> yeah. I probably bought more Fifas than any other type of game. I think. Uh, and every year I say, oh, I can hold off this year, and then something. Especially now with the journey, I'm invested in that story. So now oh, they've God. got me. Oh they've God got God me. They got you with the.
1: Story oh, does it go about? over yeah, years? Yeah. Like if the continues.
2: story continues. Well, I don't okay. Know. The, the same character has continued year. for the last two years. Indecisions yeah. and
0: decisions matter, and it, you're, it's like Telltale games of yeah, FIFA. Games. It is sort of.
1: It's
0: a, It'll yeah. become
1: a meta game where you become that successful, you end up on the E3 EA stage talking about FIFA. Yeah, I always
2: I was find it interesting like, you know, with uh, it was it was two K, it was NBA two K that's like we brought in Spike Lee to do our story, <laughs> you like, yeah, okay, it was, it
0: was okay that that one. Sure. Uh, it was. He needed an editor. That's what he needed. <laughs> he needed an editor. There was oh, some like twenty-minute cutscenes. It was crazy. Oh really? Yeah. Oh god.
1: The chimaera of sports games. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'll, it's interesting what they've done with FIFA. And yeah. my my favorite change they've ever made to any um, game or any football game was, or pretty much any sports game was when they started live updating the rosters for teams or yeah. yeah um you could turn on that ability to if a player was injured in real life he was injured in the game yeah um i really like that feature because i'm like wow that's that's really awesome that's ridiculous how um how much you can change and alter the game now that I think that's only a benefit. Whereas some games, I'm like, come on, developers, you don't, you can stop changing the game a little bit, just leave it how it is. Yeah. But with those games, I think it's a fantastic tool that they can use.
1: My, my thing with FIFA is I I used to play all the time a top-down one on the PC. I think it was like FIFA 96 or something like that. But yep. then I, play, I bought 08 and 09, and I loved that. But I skipped it for a couple of years and tried to get back into it. But it, it had just evolved... Too far beyond what I wanted from a soccer game. Like it moved too far into the sim territory, as opposed to a game. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm nowhere near a fan of that level of soccer. Which too. is
2: probably why you probably enjoyed Pro Evo a little bit more because Pro yeah. Evo wasn't a sim. Like it mm. was just for fun, really.
0: Yeah, because they got no licenses, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah they get, used to when I played. It, I think
0: they got it lost even more. I'm pretty sure licenses.
2: Yeah, so. they lost the UEFA deal. I yeah. Think. Yeah.
1: So. I put heaps of times In the P- Pez Soccer For PSP Or whatever it was I forget which one it was But I loved that one yeah. So yeah mm. Do you have anything More to say on FIFA Actually It's
0: good FIFA, FIFA. Soccer It's, a, I, it's I'm good. still playing it I'm playing with my Little brother now Who, who loves it And yep. yeah, yeah Occasionally he beats me So Occasionally Not a good sign Feut- when you yeah, when you go a, and sh- try and score a goal, no, he just runs straight through the middle, and I can't stop it. I don't know what. <laughs>
1: That's when you
2: start playing dirty. You just get a few red cards. It's fine.
1: Okay. Uh, speaking of soccer games, I have this fond memory. I think it was called "This Is Football" or "This Is Soccer" on PS2, and I always would always used to play as Brazil, and the um, the commentator would always used to yell out Ronaldo's name whenever he touched the ball. And my brother absolutely fucking hated it, <laughs> so I always passed it to Ronaldo.
2: Ronaldo. Yeah, it was yeah, that exactly right. that. Yeah. So
1: they recorded one line. And it, yeah, they yeah. just
2: they yeah. just replayed it over and over each time. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. Awesome. All right, Karen, what's your next one?
2: Um, my next one, I'm gonna do Gears of War. So you two probably haven't had much experience with Gears of War, maybe I'm not sure. No, I know. I've seen a video or two on it. You've seen a video or two on it. Well, for for my Xbox, uh, for my Xbox love, Gears of War is probably my favorite Xbox franchise. Um, They're going to bring out lots more soon, so that's cool. But um, there's nothing more iconic for me for that game when I think about being an Xbox fan is that. Just the lancer with the freaking stupid chainsaw. Whoever invented that is just awesome. So there's, impractical. It's just yeah. these characters that are just like a ball of rock and muscle with like the shortest necks, <laughs> necks and these yeah. massive, massive power armor. The
0: human battle toads. Yeah, like human
2: <laughs> battle toads. And just how it first started off as stupid fun and then. Throughout the franchise, it develops its story and it develops your connection with characters. Um, and even you know what it is? Where...
1: It's the Fast and Furious of gaming.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'd go with that. Yeah. It's like the Fast and Furious of gaming. Um, it's It grew really well, and even to the point where with um, Gears of War 4 being a further development of the game where you're now playing as um, the characters' children from the previous games... That and you're still seeing, um, you know, the main char- character Marcus is still a big part of Gears 4, which I think is fantastic and is such an enjoyable thing um, to see the the lifetime of that character to come full, you know, almost full circle and keep moving. That um, it was, yeah, it's fantastic. I love that series.
1: Yep, it's a game. It's a game. I'm, I'm
2: game sure places. people love it.
0: I'm sure Gears of Five will do. be really good. You can, it looks really good at your... E3. And, uh, can,
2: yeah, it's going to look good at this E3. Yeah, yeah
1: sure.
2: yep. you'll, you'll be able to see Dylan and me play through Gears 1. So.
0: Wait,
1: when's E3? This might come out after it.
2: Is it going oh, to? So. If, <laughs> if it's afterwards. We saw Gears <laughs> 5, which prompted me to talk about this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright, One next one. A lot of these on my list that have to do with like, my memories with them and my experiences and... This one is the Battlefield series. Like, I've talked about it at nauseum on other episodes, so I'll keep it short. Like, it's just, like, started, it was my introduction reel to serious PC gaming, I think. And, like, I always remember we used to, there was an internet cafe in the city here, and we used to go there on a Saturday afternoon, because my mum and dad used to go into our nens, so they'd drop us off there for a few hours, and we'd go home, and the whole time I'd just be playing Battlefield 1942 and then just loving that and then getting Battlefield Vietnam for the PC at home and just getting every single one since then. I've just put countless, countless hours in them, enjoyed my time with them so much. And I won't hesitate to buy another one, whatever they announce. Even with whatever issues, like I know Battlefield 4 got a... Sp- pannering it fucking launch because of the issues but i never really experienced it so it never marred my um my outlook on it
2: yeah. that's fair that's very yeah. fair did you what's your opinion on battlefield one
1: i love battlefield one yep. unfortunately like i've moved on for battlefield one now but i know a lot uh, ea has dropped the ball on. In Very regards insane. to servers and stuff Very locally and so. stuff like that, like the yeah, I would be pissed off about that, but I'm not experiencing it, so it's kind of like looking from the outside in. Yeah,
2: yeah. And Battlefield One contained one of my favorite memories of it was last year or the year before it was released.
1: Yeah, uh, 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 twenty
2: fifteen. It it contains one of my favorite gaming memories. from no, sixteen. No, it's been. Yeah, re- I was gonna say it's more recent yeah. than fifteen. Um, It contains, you know, one of the vignettes they did is one of my favourite sections of storytelling from that year of gaming, so it it isn't just a mindless shooter, which is good. Um, I I toyed around with the idea of Call of Duty in this, but I think I would only have toyed around with that if Call of Duty had stopped like three games ago.
1: Oh, even earlier for
2: me. But, yeah. Uh, like I, there's still some experience. I'm like, oh, I really enjoyed that campaign. I really enjoyed that multiplayer. But I think that 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 franchise for me, yeah, was just turned into crap. So yeah. the fact that Battlefield continued to hold a lot of its integrity as a game and not turn into Call of Duty's clone, yeah, um, and also be able to bring these stories forward is fantastic.
1: Agreed, yeah. Even touching on the single player, Battlefield 3, the single player, the story itself wasn't fantastic, but it had some phenomenal, unforgettable moments, like the mission where you're walking through the carrier deck and then you go up top and there's a storm raging and all the action on top of the carrier deck and you and your wingman getting your jets and you go through all the startup and everything and just taking off into the sky is just... An unforgettable, such a cinematic moment that it's unforgettable, really.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Ashley. Battlefield. Yeah, games.
0: They are. <laughs> that that look good. I always wanted to get Bad Company because I heard that was awesome, but...
1: It was Bad Company 2 was the better one. Well, there's only... Could,
0: it's 50-50. Hmm, <laughs> hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it could be Bad Company 3 announced well, yeah. at E3 we, just gone.
0: Yesterday, yeah. It could have been announced yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> that's so <laughs>
1: impressive.
0: <laughs> how how much would you freak out if that's a that's the game for this year?
1: Honestly, I enjoyed Bad Company, but it's not up there for okay. me. I preferred the main numbered ones and not the ones previous. Cool. Alright, Ashley. Next
0: one, uh, it has to be Uncharted. Just on pure quality alone, mm-hmm. over those five, six games. I mean, it's hard to argue. Uh, Uncharted was the first game. it's gold? Are
2: you, you're including Golden Abyss, yeah, and Lost Legacy. Lost Legacy, right? yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: cool. uh, uh, Lost Legacy is a DLC, isn't it? For some technically, people,
2: technically it's a standalone. There's yeah. a disc. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, a go disc. on.
0: Uh, yeah, so Uncharted. Uh, Uncharted was the first game I picked up on my PS3. As soon as I bought it, I got one and two because I picked up PS3 like really late because it cost an arm and a leg and a kidney. Uh, so yeah, I played pretty much all three games back to back to back as soon as I picked it up and to back. Yeah, to, to back. back to
2: back. Shout out to Tom, <laughs> love you Tom,
0: love you Tom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think that. That probably set the bar for what video games are, f- for me, going into yep. this new generation.
1: And it comes so late in your life, too. Yeah, I know.
2: Mm. Mm, so late. Old man hobbly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Uncharted's a funny thing for me. Like The stories I loved, but the moment-to-moment gameplay, especially the combat, just, just really sours my experience, really. The gunplay in those games is so abysmal compared to some of my... Like, some of the games I've played is just... I don't know.
2: You know what's ridiculous? The gunplay in Uncharted compared to the gunplay in The Last of Us... Yeah. Is... Like, is just... It's... How is the same studio making these games? Exactly. How is the same studio making these two games, yet they feel completely different? It's ridiculous.
1: Like, i speak... That speaks to the strength of the story and the cinematics and everything to make me really enjoy those games but yeah like i said the the gunplay and especially the fucking the boss the end boss in uncharted 2 is one of the worst boss fights i've in fucking memory for me <laughs> and the jet ski sections in the first one is just
2: <laughs> i think I, th- the- I think it's
1: i think i'm fine with it being in my having my memories of it as opposed to going back and wanting to replay them
2: I think for me as well with Uncharted, it's there's so many like you remember all of this the cool set pieces. Yeah, yeah. They they were built so well, but then also for me, the technical finesse of Uncharted, the first Uncharted, is amazing. Like if you ever wanted to sell somebody a PS3, you would just show them some screens from Uncharted. That game was so beautiful for its time, and then also the amount of times that. I ran into a pool of water up to my knees and then ran back out and be like, Hey look, hey look, the water's yeah. only like got my knees wet, yeah. like up to my knees. That like, was crazy. Yeah. It's like this is ridiculous. This is this is technology that we haven't had before. So just the small things they did with those games, um It is very I-
1: understated now, like it you don't even think about those things nowadays, but
2: Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, back then it was a massive thing and it was this weird thing at the time where There's been this huge role reversal because of the games, but there was a lot of things like, "Oh, this game is just like a a male Tomb Raider.
1: It's Mm, just a
2: male Lara Croft. What the hell?" And now we're in a time where everybody's like Tomb Raider. Why are you trying to be Uncharted? Yeah. What are you trying to do? Like, what are what are you doing? And it's it's interesting to see how times change because of um, you know repeat presence within the gaming community.
1: Definitely. Yeah. All right, Karen. Give me with your next one.
2: This franchise is the most diverse franchise I'm going to list. or I don't think out of any of them. Because even though it's a franchise, it's so far between the games. I'm talking about Final Fantasy. Because for me, it is... The fact that they can have one franchise but have so many different unconnected stories that play out in each game that... It's a series that you could jump in at any freaking game and it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, you can jump in and just play the game and you... Unless don't... it's 10-2. Well, yeah. shut up. Let's, or 13 let's strikes be honest. back or whatever. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's... Lightning all, strikes let's again. All, oh God. Something like that. Let's just... All those games, like, uh, the not properly numbered or, like most Final Fantasy fans, I want to forget about ten two. Why was <laughs> Why was Una a pop star all of a sudden? Isn't
1: 10.2 just 12?
2: No. Well, it should be. Damn it, Nick. Mm. (laughs) No. (laughs) But just the fact that in its own capsule, each game can be experienced and loved for its characters without that being a flow-on effect to the next game. That You know, everybody has their favourites, and if you ask 10 to 15 Final Fantasy fans... I bet most of them would have a different favorite game. Like, you'd get a lot of Final Fantasy probably sevens. You'd get a lot of Final Fantasy tens because they are some of the the highlights that people pick out. But you'll get people that say Final Fantasy six. You'll get eight. You'll get nine. You'll you'll have a wide variety variety because people love different characters and connect with different characters better than yeah. others.
1: Yeah, that's a fair pick for me. Final Fantasy seven is one of my favorite games ever. But the series as a whole is just so... Like, Final Fantasy VII was such a place in time for me that, I don't know, I never had anything else to play so I could deal with the grind or the story was that good and enraptured me. But, like, trying to play other Final Fantasies is, that, like... Which is... I don't know, my issue with JRPGs in general is the grind. The, the I, just, I just can't deal with it, like, back then or even now. It's just not worth. The return isn't worth the investment. Yeah, it's like I I got burnout out on Final Fantasy X, which I love Final Fantasy X, but I just got to a point where it's like I just had to grind and I couldn't put myself through it. And fifteen itself again, I hit a brick wall and just like, I'm just why am I doing this? It's just I don't know. Yeah,
2: yeah, I don't understand why people like grind out about it, but for me, I think. If they were to announce the Final Fantasy sixteen was coming sooner rather than later, or whenever, I I would know I'd be buying that game straight away. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, question that's it. I would have that game just to play, just to be part of that experience. Yeah, and you know they keep getting away with calling it the Final Fantasy, and they keep releasing more. Like, goddamn it, the the but- gall of them! <laughs>
0: well, they never put the at the start. So,
2: well, yeah, I suppose.
0: Uh, yeah, I've like dabbled. I've like scratched the surface on several different ones, but it just never got the hooks in. I guess. Mm.
2: In some yeah. areas, Ashley's gaming is as bad uh, as his movie watching. Like, I think it's just, just as bad. there's only so yeah, much time. <laughs> uh, what?
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, okay. All right. My next one. It they haven't released the game for it for a long time, and it's. Baldur's Gate.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Fair, fair. The first
1: time I ever played Baldur's Gate was me and my brother, my parents and my brother, and we went to, I don't know, I think Dad's workmate just had a baby or something, and to get out of the hair, they let us play on the computer, and they had Baldur's Gate 1 on there. Um, I just played through the tutorial and just got through it and loved it and forgot about it for, I don't know, for however long. And then... I think my brother got Baldur's Gate 2 for a birthday or Christmas years down the line. And just that game, it introduced me to a world of serious fantasy gaming and storytelling. And introduced me to the concept of Dungeons & Dragons and dice rolling and all that kind of stuff. Beyond a game like Yahtzee or Monopoly or something like that. And it had some of the best storytelling for its time and the characters were all eccentric and stuff and then it being a franchise being made on the ps2 as an action rpg as well moving on to that me and my brother put so many hours just playing co-op in that game and i know it's a very contentious point for fans of the series but the enjoyment me and my brother got playing the action rpg games as well just elevate the franchise as a whole for me I put, a lot of it's to do with nostalgia.
2: For me, I put Baldur's Gate in the same place as um, Heroes of Might and Magic yep, because yep. They, they both went through a similar like genesis at one point where they're like, "Oh, we better start being action RPGs. This is what people want now." Mm. And and you know they probably didn't get the acclaim that the earlier games got because of that change, but they were still fantastic games. And for me, as a D and D fan, it was great to see Baldur's Gate like kind of put in another place like in a in a video game world where as somebody who would go on to become a dungeon master and create worlds it was it's good to see how wizards themselves write their own stories or how you know Baldur's Gate was created with their characters and Speaking
1: about that when do we get the Thaldon Source sourcebook
2: when do you get the Thelden sourcebook um yeah. I'm working on it I'm trying to find a publisher uh apparently you know I heard Wizards
1: does. of the Coast is pretty good
2: well, yeah, but they don't publish anything about Dungeons you and Dragons,
1: but Dungeons should
2: self-publish. Oh. Yeah, I might I might self-publish. Do you anybody who's ever self-published? No. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough.
0: Didn't Jono self-publish? Successful author sort of Splat and the Maven. Ah, yeah. yeah. Self-publishing? He's a good dude. Yeah. Get good. some tips. Good.
2: <laughs> uh, but yes, Baldur's Gate. It was um, fantastic.
1: Yes. And I'm not even going to ask Ashley because he's probably never played it. Ashley, how much did you enjoy it? I think I
0: downloaded it once. I might have it in my Steam library. Did you? Oh, you paid for it. Well (laughs) done.
1: Maybe. (laughs) I think the thing that also brought it back to life was me is when they did the enhanced editions and released it on mobile. Like I remember playing, playing through two again on my note and I don't think I could have played it with just my thumbs, but because the note had the pen, I was able to manipulate the screen. Yeah. Alright, Baldur's Gate. Good franchise. Great franchise. Are they ever going to do three? Probably unlikely. <laughs> Almost definitely unlikely. Okay. Alright, what's your last one? My Ashley?
0: last one is the franchise I've put the most time into.
1: Persona. Football Manager. <laughs> oh god. Oh
0: what? Yeah. Shit. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. You, Let me you're so up. out of
1: left field, Ashley.
0: Football Manager 2013. Hours played. 1045 hours.
1: Holy football j- Manager
0: 2016, god. 705 hours. And, oh uh, my god.
1: Now we know what Ashley did before. Man- <laughs> no, no, 90, to, football
0: manager 2018, 95 hours. Yeah. It is the game I put in the most. Uh i just it's so much it's just addictive. I mean. I thought you a, were
2: getting to my Dota 2 hours then. I was just, like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, oh god. No,
0: no, we can't get that close. Uh, no, you can't get close to my Dota hours. <laughs> What is it about Football Manager? I don't know, it's just the addictive One more game uh, Just the building of your team One more
2: game, it's one more click of simulate Or did you
0: actually watch games? No, but you play through On however many games Like five times speed or whatever (laughs) See the highlights Your team scoring And occasionally conceding More often than
1: not conceding More often than not conceding uh- <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I can fully appreciate yeah. that because I remember a time in high school when the A League first started. Me and a friend at school in computer class, we found this browser based like Flash one, and we for almost the whole whole year we used to play that every every week in computer class. And yeah. the addictive nature of like buying this guy, trading this guy, improving your team, watching the game play out in like a top down two day sense and yeah I can under- I could appreciate that even yeah. playing like a I think uh, it was like game dev game dev story they the publisher the developers of that did like a soccer one and I used to put a lot of hours of that in the, on my phone but yeah I don't know I I'm not at anywhere on near the level of yourash no.
0: but it, it's no, also like a crazy. passive thing I can do play that and while watching something else or doing something something else yeah yeah so I feel like a multitasking it's- scene. like I'm not really I'm Doing multiple things at once, I'm not wasting my time.
1: Look, Ash, I Even can appreciate I was a just niche.
0: watching. I don't know Supernatural, Battlestar Galactica, or something at the time. So, Fucking I man.
1: understand. I, I yeah. can appreciate a niche, um, yeah, genre like you are. I, I
0: I thought of anybody, you would be the one who would appreciate a niche genre. <laughs> oh, <man>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any football manager history, Kieran?
2: Well, I didn't. I tried Football Manager once, but then I was like, wait, but I don't get to play the football game. <laughs> What? Fuck this shit! I'm going back to FIFA. No,
0: it's like real life where you can't play the real game. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Yeah, then what's the point of playing it? I don't want to be like real life.
1: Is that is that why you got kicked out of England because you didn't like Football Manager? Yeah,
2: it's not like I didn't like Football Manager. I just like FIFA better, and I didn't see the point of yeah. playing both FIFA and Football Manager at the same time.
0: No, you can't Fair play enough. them both at the same. Well, I guess you could. <laughs>
1: oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> just copy the team over.
0: <laughs> no, like, like while the game's loading You can play the other one And then It'd be cool if they ever made like interlocking Like you know the
2: You football manage And then it would like flow on in, Well it's pretty, that's what FIFA that's does That's what right FIFA of kind
1: of does yeah.
0: Not as well though uh,
1: could,
2: wow.
1: I don't know if I'm remembering wrong But I believe there was something similar That one year Or one time In band yeah. yeah I could just be imagining it I think I'm, you're imagining it No I don't think, no, I, don't think I am Tweet tweet at Kieran and let him let me know I'm right. Let him know that I'm right. Yeah. If you know the answer,
2: you won't know the answer
1: though. Probably not. It's fine. All right, your last one, Kieran.
2: So uh, I'm gonna end. I was about to say I'm starting with no. I'm gonna finish with um, the Legend of Zelda. I'm gonna start with Zelda as a series because as a series, it has gone through that many changes and metamorphoses in gameplay in um, the way it's presented to us, that I think it's, you know, it's it's gonna last for generations, like, I don't see them ever coming to a point where that messed up timeline doesn't get any messed or more messed up, like, they're always gonna be like alright, this happened here before this happened before this happened and this happened and this happened here in this timeline, if, look, if you've got an afternoon, people, and you haven't done it before, go, go search through the Zelda timelines it's pretty fun, but the, you know, the gameplay difference in Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time is so ridiculously different, even though they were both released on the 64 and they're pretty much the same game engine. It's ridiculous. The, the fact that I personally hated Majora's Mask because I couldn't get my head around the time, yep. the timeness of that game. And so that's why I always lean towards Ocarina in that discussion. But the fact that they gone they went and did something that changed the game so much that you know, oh, Wind Waker, we're gonna make it cartoony and we're gonna it's gonna mostly be water and islands and stuff and you're gonna sail a dragon boat, and it's like oh shit, okay, right, interesting,
1: and then now you're a train conductor.
2: Now yeah, now you're you're doing the ghost tracks. Okay, good good job with that one. Um,
1: the fat controller.
2: The fact that 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 game had the coolest <laughs> feature because it was on Nintendo DS that you could actually write on the maps. For the game. So, like, you would have a digit like, the map on the bottom screen of the DS, and you would just make notes for yourself and stuff like that. That was really cool. Like, come back later and do this, dickhead. Um, but, you know, just the fact that the game can go through so many changes and still be relevant. The fact of how well um, Zelda has. What's the freaking. Why am I blanking on the newest one? Breath, Breath of the Wild. The, Breath of the Wild. Thank you. Sorry.
1: Or the um, one they just announced at E3. Yeah. yeah.
2: Again. Or if they announce another Zelda, they're crazy. But... Well, it could Breath be the, the cartoon Wild, Zelda. Breath of the Wild... Yeah, well, it could. Breath of the Wild went through such a change that if you played those two games without really knowing the story, you wouldn't know... Like, if you played that and any of the other Zeldas, you wouldn't know they were connected. You wouldn't know that they they held their shared a name. Zelda was, you know... I'm so used to Zelda being a story-driven um game and an RPG Why that,
1: does Zelda always wear green?
2: Because uh, that's the hero's tunic colour I think it's explained in the one Zelda game I've never played which is Skyward Sword Which uh, is like the, His name is Link yeah. Oh I got dripped out of that one. <laughs> Oh no oh.
0: oh no Cutting this part Fake out fed. Fake fan. Fake fan. Oh no I didn't pick
2: up on that That makes me sad um you guys talk amongst yourselves for a bit while I bleach myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I really don't like the two D Zelda's. Ocarina was my first one. I enjoyed Majora's and then the next one I played was Breath of the Wild, like they were great games, but as a franchise as a whole, I dislike more than I like of it. Whether it not being, me not being really a Nintendo guy outside of the 64. But yeah, I don't know. What about you, Ash? Yeah,
0: I've got very little history with Zelda, uh, Legend of Zelda. Um, yeah, It just wasn't, I don't know. I guess during the Nintendo 64, we never got Ocarina of Time. I think that was the... You we, never got what? Never got Ocarina of Time.
2: You've said it properly this time, thank you. The first time, I've never heard anyone put you... Orca runner of doom. Yeah. Like, oh my god!
1: Uh, Ashley's very multicultural. He can say it however yeah. he wants. <laughs> words. He's all of culturalism. They're all made
2: words. Uh. <laughs> Not green It's a made up
1: word. <sighs> so it's time. Yeah. What is time? What is time? What is time? why?
2: Why are we governed by time?
1: Yeah. It could as much as Zelda's such hit and miss with me. It almost changed my whole gaming life because what what was the one that came out for the Wii? The Wii, Wii was Waker, Twilight no, Princess. Twilight yeah. Princess yeah. That almost made us as a family get a Wii over waiting for the PS3. I
2: got a Wii over an Xbox three sixty because of yeah.
1: that game. I mean you could have I gotten both. It eventually. I could it was have, like it five was bucks, was not it, for the Wii? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, it was ridiculously cheap, but yeah. I, yeah, I bought the Wii over the the Xbox 360. Well, when I say I, my parents bought me the Wii over the Xbox 360 because of Twilight Princess.
1: Oh, I'm so glad that I didn't. Imagine. Because wasn't it. Wasn't wasn't the Waggle swordplay off?
2: Uh, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't, Mm. like, game breaking.
1: Yeah. So, I could have not been here now because of Zelda. Zelda. Thanks, Zelda. You fuckwit. <laughs> Leave her alone. Yeah, she's she's a, a, a
2: beautiful princess.
1: I don't like green. Sorry.
2: She doesn't wear green, you fucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. My last one, which again would come no surprise to anyone, is Metal Gear.
0: Oh, what a surprise. Oh, uh,
1: Yeah. I know I've yeah. talked about it probably every episode this season. <coughs> so Dead
0: I, franchise. I... <laughs> Dead. Uh, Pretty sure a game came out this year,
1: so...
2: Oh, God. Nick, do you include Metal Gear Survive in the Metal Gear Well, let me
1: tell you my history of Metal Gear. I never played the first one. We never had a PS1. And then I experienced... I first experienced Metal Gear Solid 2 at, ironically, the same friend's house where I first experienced GTA. And, like, because I went with the girl, the girl's brother, let me... Good on you, girl. Metal Gear Solid Two to take home, which I still own, and then you still got their after copy. Th- <laughs> yeah, I still got their copy, and then <laughs> <laughs> he got Metal Gear Solid Three. He let me borrow that, which I still own. You
2: still
0: have their copy.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: If you have You're had the a copy of friend. a Metal Gear game stolen from you by Nicholas Pryor, please tweet <laughs> at Explosion Pod. Our um, our yep. social media manager will reimburse you. Uh,
0: but yeah, so you can then- talk to our lawyers.
1: And then I ended up getting the subsistence edition of Metal Gear Solid 3, which included Metal Gear 1, 2 and Metal Gear... No, it didn't include Metal Gear Solid. I first played Metal Gear Solid on the PSP, I want to say, as a backward... It's like the classic title thing they did. And then growing up with that franchise, which I've said ad nauseum, like, hold a special place in my heart and then... Just the interwoven timelines and story, and it all crescendoing in the perfect finale of Metal Gear Solid Four. Was... Wait, would you?
2: Yeah, it was a perfect finale, was it? It was. Was it?
1: Yeah, there was nothing ever after that.
2: It was what about some kind of? It's like we're missing a game. It's like a Phantom
0: game. Yeah, Ground Zeroes. Um... That's what it was.
2: Phantom pain. Phantom pain. Metal Gear Solid Five. Do you hey? remember that one? Never...
1: Never heard of when it. when you
2: started in the hospital, where well, you had yeah. to crawl through the hospital for twenty-five minutes, and then and then there was like a crazy like um, Moby Dick references everywhere, and and there was unicorns and and I thought there was and unicorns and the person. The person that saved you
1: was Solid. Oh, snake. that was that game that was, was presented was, as a Metal Gear Solid game, but in fact wasn't. And you thought you played as you thought you played Kojima as, duped us all. That wasn't in fact a Metal snake Gear Solid properly. game at all. You thought but it you has Metal
0: Gear Solid in the title.
2: That's you know how you like duped the us. real you know, like the real twist in that game, don't you, Nick? The stupidest um, twist ever. God, I don't want to talk about it. The twist I don't, where, finish,
1: I don't want to finish this episode crying.
2: The twist where you crying where like happiness. the main character wasn't really the main character; it was somebody tricked into thinking they were the main character.
0: What? Yeah,
1: yeah, yep. All right. When we talk about the top <laughs> five explosion uh, Metal Gear Solid games, it'll have to be an episode called Top Four. Uh, um, no, because this has been Metal Top Five with Nick um today i had with me ashley Hobley.
0: yes you did and if you wanted to hear more from me you can go to twitter and talk to me at ashley hobbly ashley hv the thing
1: and where can we find you kieran
0: uh you can find me on twitter's at your boy ringo or you
2: know come yell at me at twitch.tv slash explosion network when i'm there
1: yep and let these muppet knows metal gear solid 5 was not a metal gear game
2: it was a metal gear game it happened
1: uh, you can email theme and topic suggestions to don't at com. You can also tweet at us with the same thing or just general shenanigans at ExplosionPod. You can rate and review us on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate that. Or if you don't use Apple like myself, you could just spread us around by word of mouth. Go, hey, you like four metals of Sold games. Listen to this top five show. Um, you can
0: make pamphlets as well. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, pamphlets. Just... Tell everyone. Even if they probably won't listen to it, just tell them anyway. Um, Explosionnetwork.com for all the other shows, like Ashley's What Do You Want to Watch and Kieran's Early Late Nights, which you can also find over at TV slash Explosion Network. Um, yeah, thank you all for joining me. Hope you've enjoyed this episode and good night, everyone. Welcome to the number one uh, top five. Exp- oh, fuck me. I just had a stroke midway through. This is going at the end of the episode.